0: Welcome to Blooming Virtual Summit, brought to you today by the Public Speakers Association. I'm so excited to introduce to you the amazing Mr. Fox Fire. Fox Country, take it from here. Thank you, Tanya. A 7 a.m. sunrise. Such a brilliant disguise for the soon set to occur here at Eastern Standard Time. It seems we race, race against the clock so we won't be shocked, shocked by the imminent absence of light. For soon it will be tonight. Midday does not delay. It's just a token way to say that we are down the road in stage three decay. Plants, trees, and flowers they weep Shadows cast and begin to creep over all creations, a nebulous asphyxiation. Sundown, stopping point, make your mark. Would it not be easier to turn off the dark? Hello, I'm Fox Byer, teacher, author, songwriter, coach, and podcast host, and today I want us to turn off the dark and choose to bloom through stories of triumph Coupled with some of my poems from my book, Letter Kindling. So let's begin. The difference between a good life and a bad one is how well you walk through the fire. Carl Jung. Grab a seat, people, and sit tight as I sit here, readying my pipes. Let's make a list. Of things that are easy when done right and awful when done wrong. Some walk with no sweat and turn their steps into pirouettes. But some, like me, when they walk, look like they are not of this earth, because when I walk, my face is like a cow on astroturf. For some, it's the dance floor they love. It's for them they can cut a rug. But dancing, for me, is like mind-body apartheid. For me, dancing is awkwardness embodied. And what about artists, those craftsmen of hands, when they create lush rainforests out of mounds of sand? But then there are those like me who can't connect the hands and the eye. They picture a beach resort, yet they draw pigsty. Turning, turning What I Wrote Into What You Heard, a title a bit absurd, putting my words into a song I think I'd call it, Easy Right and Awful Wrong. It's the spring of 1994. I'm 15 years old. I am a freshman in high school, and I am at baseball practice, playing first base, I'm five foot three inches tall, 94 pounds. My glasses seem to cover my entire face. I have pimples all over my face, braces on my teeth, crossed eyes, and a crooked gait. A ground ball is hit to our third baseman, who almost never threw a ball straight. I see the ball coming in high, so I jump. Somehow the ball sneaks under my glove and off my nose. Now I'm five foot three, 94 pounds, with crossed eyes, a crooked gait, braces, pimples, and a broken nose, with blood all over my white shirt. I was told that I finished practice. In college, I took a Spanish stylistics course with Dr. Fryer, and about three rows ahead of me sat an absolute babe named Delphine. And one day, I got to talking to her, and by virtue of doing that, I had been over my skis. I had outpunted my coverage. But because it looks like I can't look at you with both eyes at the same time, midway through the conversation, Delphine became upset, turned around to see what I was looking at, and walked away. Later on in my college career, I enrolled in a psychology course with Dr. Tucker. Dr. Tucker had a terrible, wry sense of humor and often would end jokes with phrases like, you want fries with that? And one day, during a lecture to over 300 college students, he asked us to give him an example of a condiment. When no one raised their hand, I raised mine. I said napkins, and I meant it. Look, I never, get, never meant to get hit in the face with a baseball, but I'm fine. And I've seen many beautiful girls since Delphine walked away from me that day. And I know now not to put napkins on a hot dog. There are many ways you can look at these stories. I would choose one. Quote, When you can't make fun of yourself, you're missing the best joke of the day. Charlie Sheen. Humor in life can be a good weapon. Karen Tanner. In that same Spanish stylistics course, at the end of the semester, Dr. Fryer would hand out a 4.0 award. On the plaque it read, Do more than expected. Start the bar high and raise it. Stretch yourself to the limit so much you can't take it. Go beyond the beyond. Whatever you are facing, it's in trouble. Anything you do, it's on the double. Go beyond the beyond. Ready, set, on your mark. You have got the keys and you are double parked. Go beyond the beyond. Ready yourself for the ultimate spectacle. Strap it on and create your own miracles. Go beyond the beyond. Be the best human you ever knew. A story all can aspire to go beyond the beyond. Some 10 years after I enrolled in Dr. Fryer's Spanish stylistics course, I was in uniform for the Somerset Patriots, an independent professional baseball team in the Atlantic League of Professional Baseball. And on that team, we had a player named Alan Zinter. Z, as we called him, was in his 23rd year of professional baseball. And that year I asked him, see, what is your secret? How have you played so well for so long? He thought about it for a minute, stepped back and said, I guess I always just got lost in the details of the game. I always found myself doing more than expected. There it was, 10 years later and a 1,000 miles away, ripples from Dr. Fryer's 4.0 award. Just last year, I got a call from a former student of mine who said, Hey, professor I've gotten into photography. Would it be okay if I came out to a game and snapped some pictures? As I'm still with the Somerset Patriots to this day. So I called our PR director and asked him the same question. He said, sure, have him come out this week to a game and he can take some pictures of the game itself. So a few days later, I'm sitting in the locker room and I see our PR director, Mark, come in with someone behind him and he begins to walk in my direction. One small problem I was sitting there half naked. I will give you a moment to get that image out of your mind. So I get dressed quickly. I turn around and there's Mark with my former student. And Mark introduces my former student to the rest of the coaching staff and some of the players, which is a big thrill for a 20 year old kid. And that, di- uh, that day, my former student takes pictures of the game in the breezeway by our dugout, in front of a sold-out crowd. Some, at some point during the game, I turn to my left-hand side. I see my former student, he sees me, and he mouths the words, Thank you. You see, that thank you should not go to me. That thank you goes to our Director of Public Relations for doing more than expected. Because what our PR director, Mark, doesn't know about my former student was that as my student, his freshman year of high school, he was absent from my class for a long period of time. And he was out because he tried to take his own life. So that night, because Mark did more than expected, He gave a kid who tried to take his own life a reason to live. Mark went beyond the beyond and let a kid bloom. I open the door to my room in the morning. And I see two things in my eye's path. Wires. Entangled Wires and Crumbs I think of my dad. You see, for 17 years, dad worked in the fire protection business. And he tells me to this day, the number one cause of kitchen fires is indeed entangled wires and crumbs on the stove. I chuckle. And from my classroom, I look out. Onto a baseball field, and I think of a time when I could have used some actual fire. I was playing, it was the spring of 1995, and I was playing right field in a JV baseball game. It was so cold that day, people, that if I didn't move, I wouldn't be able to move at all. But I had a fire, a fire to pitch. And I wanted to do it every single day of my life. During the fifth inning of the game, I got my wish. Coach Irvin waved me into the game. One small problem it had nothing to do with my crooked gait. Because it was so cold outside, my hands were frozen and I couldn't move very well. So when I got to the mound, I asked my friend Luke if he could jiggle my glove onto my hand. He tried this for about 30 seconds, but a fire burned, and I had to pitch. It might be hard to spot talent, but it's harder to spot confidence. Those who have the it, that toughness, abundance. Tell me, who are the ones from when they wake up? It's not about their speed, their power, or their agility. It is their mental makeup that we marvel at with such humility. They are at their best when they feel their worst. Never do they moan, cry, or pout about their it, their uncontrollable thirst. About their it, they have no doubt. Anti up. The chips are down. They got a one time and they are lucky. About is it. It has no sound. Next time around, Ty's the goods. He's the money. Is it in Ty's food? No, the it is his attitude. Lunch ends. And I have finished my cafeteria gut bomb. I turn out to my left into a hallway. I'm so tired that I pick up my feet just high enough up off the floor not to trip and fall flat on my face. I'm being passed by students on my left and on my right. Then I'm slapped in the rear by a colleague who says, nice route Magellan, and by the way, go the speed limit. I think speed limit goes back to my freshman year at the University of South Carolina. I get up in the morning and I walk all the way up past South Quad to the Blatt P Center to exercise. Then I shower, eat breakfast and go to four straight one hour classes. Next, I take the shuttlecock down to campus and set up the field for fall baseball practice. Even in those days, Coach Tanner knew me. I was very tired this day, and he could see the fatigue on my face. So he decided to push the envelope. He said, hey, Stumpy, I bet you can't throw the speed limit. Perturbed, I grabbed one of our assistant coaches, and for the record, I did throw the speed limit that day, if, of course, it is 55 miles an hour. Next thing I know, I'm back in my classroom. iPad power, 7%. Phone power, 17%. Computer power, 12%. I am an absolute mess. And then I think about what I was told by a player in the batting cage a couple of years ago. We all have screws loose. We've all felt lower than low. Sometimes we just can't keep the mind shift off the word go. Our elevators might not go to the top floor. When we're done, all we want is more. We've all been neck deep in alligators. When they're right in front of us, there sits the elevator. We all have screws loose, not a few, not many, but all. If we didn't, we wouldn't be normal. It's eighth period. It's the end of the day. I look at the clock to my left-hand side and I know my students are doing the exact same thing, counting the minutes down to the end of the day. I think eight, eight period. That was the number of our catcher in college, Ryan Bordenic. I can picture myself running out and grabbing his mask after a ground ball was hit to first base from my stool. Here's the bottom line. That was 20 years ago. Proof that life is short, but the days are long. I look to my right and I can see a sweat ring under my right armpit, where a scar in the shape of an X sits on my body, where a chest tube was put in me Upon my birth, after my lungs collapsed and basically saved my life. I think back to the age of 12. I'm in rehab, Children's Specialized Hospital in Mountainside, New Jersey. In the room next to me, lied a kid named Willie. He too had a chest tube just under his right armpit. Because... At age 15, he inexplicably stopped breathing. And the respirator that was in his armpit was keeping him alive. And I was always amazed at Willie's attitude. He always smiled. And I asked him, why are you so happy all the time? He simply said, it doesn't cost a cent to smile. Sometime during my time there, Willie passed away. The bell rings. I look up and I think of Willie, and I've come to understand, you can buy a lot of things in this life, but you can't buy time. I've never heard of a man on his deathbed, wanting more money. What he wants is more time, time. It takes and it teaches. We see it tick away from the bleachers. It passes and it amasses, as seen by the lines on my face. On clocks and on watches, the same amount each day allotted. We are late, we are early, and we are hurried by the hands never replaced. As a young buck, I saw my future clear with visions of grandeur, oh dear. From penthouse to outhouse, all mine, I was just lied to by time. From young, naive, and romantic to old, surly, and cantankerous. Back when a greenhorn was amazed, to present day in all those yesterdays. Dad says, count your blessings without a doubt, and when you don't have them, just try to work things out. I wish I were a robust rock that could break and fix the world's first clock. Again, as a young buck, I saw my future clear with visions of grandeur, oh dear, from penthouse to outhouse all mine i was just lied to by time hello i'm fox buyer again on the public speakers association virtual summit with tanya hoffman choose to bloom do a couple of things walk through the fire with courage and always do more than expected and you will get returns beyond belief my offer today if you like what you're hearing I would love to send you a free copy of my book of inspirational poetry. Many I see do have the book. It's called Letter Kindling, igniting, inspiring, and evoking the fire within. You can reach me off my website, foxbuyer.com, f-o-x-b-e-y-e-r.com, and shoot me a line. If you have an organization or a group that would like to hear my words, please. I would be delighted to speak in front of that group. Shoot me a message again off my website. It's foxbuyer.com, F O X B E Y E R dot Thanks so much. Take good care. Tanya, back to you. Awesome. All right. If you have a question or comment Thanks. or the amazing box, go ahead and push R9 or just also, there was a couple of times that it started crackling. I echo Mr. Fox. Okay. I'll try to fix that. Right. Gotta do it. Driving me crazy. Gotta be sound. Gotta be sound. <laughs> okay, we have someone. You are unmuted. Hey there, Fox. This is Tony Hunthausen. Listen, I have uh... I haven't had a chance. This is my first time I had a chance to listen to you all the way through, and I want you to know I really enjoyed it. Thank you. I want to encourage you to keep it up. I will. I will. I will. And again, like Drew said, any suggestions on my way, I appreciate it. Tony, thank you very much. You bet. You bet. And go Angels. Go Halos. There you go. You (laughs) You better believe it. He is. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal athlete. (laughs) That's right. We'll share. You got it. Okay. Yep. Take. Take. Take care.